right, we're back. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Drew Marshall Show. We're streaming live at drewmarshall.ca and a bunch of other places. Anyway, uh, that's our Camino song. Everyone should know that by now. That's Sting singing uh, Dead Man's Rope, one of my all-time favorite songs. Made me weep like a wee child out on the Camino when I heard it once. Like a baby. I wasn't listening to music along the way. I wasn't whistling or singing or nothing. Really? But I did play this one time, and it... I just lost the One plot. time on the Camino Trail. This one time on Camino Trail, when I played Sting, I cried. Uh, the Camino can be more than just a walk. It can truly be a pilgrimage of the heart and soul. The Pilgrim House Welcome Center is a place for pilgrims to find respite. Respite! Respite. <laughs> no, it's respite. There's an E in the end. Respite. Then why is there an E in the end? I, I, I ask about Epiphany. <laughs> epiphany has an N on it. E on it? <laughs> okay, you can, you can stop. <laughs> just yeah. stop. Okay, Rizzo number two, shut oh, up. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, uh, let me just tell you this. I don't want to read the thing. I got to the end of the Camino and heard about this place, again, from our good friend Lydia B. Smith, who directed the Camino docu- documentary, uh, Six Ways to Santiago, and she said, the people that run this place, they're Jesus people, but they're not nuts. That was my first one. I went, okay, well, I got to meet them. I got to go there. And I showed up as silent guy, right? And I said, I want to talk to uh, the boss lady there. And we sat in the back room. I typed out questions, and she answered. And it was a really good conversation. And I'm sure she was probably going, who is this weirdo? But it's the it's right in Santiago. So you do this big, long walk. And uh, you show up in Santiago, and boom, it's the end. Well, now what? I mean, you've been following yellow arrows for, you know, five, six, seven, eight weeks. And you're done. And it, there's a, there can be a come down. There can be a, like a disorientation. There can be a letdown. Oh, I didn't find God or it wasn't what I wanted. Or you can be just spinning in the clouds and you want to talk to somebody and you want to just plug in or whatever. Or you might want to just wash your undies. And that's yes. the place to go. Ladies and gentlemen, the founders of the undie washing place, the Pilgrim House, Nate and Faith Walter, all the way from Santiago, Spain, right now. Um, you guys can hear us fine. True, uh, Nate, are you okay? Can you hear? Wait, I w- Nate, I want to know how the soccer game went. We, we can hear you, and the soccer game went well. So oh. we, had, we had a good result. Everyone's happy. Okay, all right. I just wanted to be sure because I know that's a big thing for you guys. Uh, do you call it soccer? What's the Spanish word for soccer? <laughs> Football. Oh, okay. The football. The, Fo- with the football. Food. Football. 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 Sound like you're from Wood the Bridge. <laughs> Guys, I I became very big fans of yours very quickly because I always get, and this is just bad, this is my attitude, but I get nervous meeting Jesus people because I don't know what kind of Jesus baggage they're going to bring to the conversation. And when I met you guys, your bags were real small, yep. and I just really got along with you quite well. And then you opened your house up to me, and I ate a real meal with a real family in a real home after walking forever. So I wanted to start off the interview by saying thanks for being so nice to me. Faith, did you have any idea that the quiet guy was going to be this chatty? I love it. You right. definitely added to our lives. Well, good, good. I'm glad. Okay, we've never been called the undie washing place before, but that's it's good. Hey, listen, uh, that's the place where you wash holy underwear, right? Very spiritual place. No, nothing. <laughs> yeah. See, with the delay, my jokes don't work. Eh? This is like uh, awkward silence. Uh, don't blame I'll, the I'll, delay. Don't blame the delay. <laughs> We're used to the awkward silence. You know, when we first met you, that was our, our uh, main interaction with that's you. That's right. That's true. That's true. Faith, we're going to go to you first. Why are you doing this? Why did you go and start a welcome center at the end of the Santiago, you know, uh, Camino de Santiago? I think it's the best idea in the world, but why did you do it? 
Sure. Uh, when Nate and I were in college, we backpacked around Europe with another summer program uh, with other college students, and we realized the value that traveling brings to opening up conversations and allowing space to let God work in your life or, you know, reflecting on other big questions. And so um, when we found out about the Camino, we thought, oh, great, let's open up a hostel. You know, we can offer hospitality and try to create that space where other travelers can come in and reflect and, you know, learn more about themselves and let God work. And then we learn more about the pilgrimage and how serious people took the pilgrimage and they're seeking and searching. And um, so we wanted to be there in Santiago. And then we found out how much it would cost to run a hostel and to do the overnights. Um, we At that point, we only had a team of three. And so we downsized and we opened up a welcome center instead. And by that time, we had a team of uh, six people, hmm. eight people, almost eight people. So uh, everything worked out. It took a really long time, but everything worked out. Have pilgrims come in and be able to talk to them, hear about their stories, and help them process um, what's going on. So just the you know to catch people at that moment of time where they're really wrestling with questions and but need hospitality, need practical help, spiritual help, emotional help. Um, we just wanted to be available. So it's been a lot of fun. Nate, can you give us an example of? how someone really needed your services there at, uh, at Pilgrim House. Yeah. Um, we, what, what typically happens is there, there are people that have a harder time with Camino. Not everyone has a great time. You did. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are some people who have a really harder time. There was a, a, a woman who had walked, uh, this is probably last summer, um, and I was in Pilgrim House, and she came in. You could tell she was just hardly even present. She was hardly there. And apparently um, the... Uh, one of the people she had met on the Camino uh, and kind of, you know, her Camino family. So she didn't know them before the trip. I met them on the trip and just walked every day with, with this guy for two weeks. Uh, and he passed away on the journey. And so she finished her Camino with fog of, of you know, distress and, and emotion. And, she, you know, she was alone and she didn't really know him, but then she knew him well. So, yeah, when she got to Santiago, you know, in the state she was in, there was, you know, there's no one here to help, you know, the, the pilgrim's office is busy giving out um, the copacellas, you know, and so someone had sent her to us. Uh, and so that, you know, that's an extreme example, but that's a case of where there, you know, there's just, you know, not many other services for someone in that scenario. And, it, and it's, you can't prepare for that. It's not like we're here for people who lose a friend. You know, we're just here to help with, with whatever need there is, but we have the capacity to be present and, and be a help in that space. Faith, how have the locals uh, been to you? Because I can imagine, you know, you guys, I don't know whether people realize this, but uh, you're not Spanish, you're American. Now you're two Americans going in and, and not only are you Americans, but you're you know, you're, you're, you're Jesus people. Although, as I said earlier, you're not the irritating kind that are hack, handing out Jack Chick tracks and, you know, Keith Green CDs at the start <laughs> as people walk into the door. Um, so, you know, you're pretty, you're pretty servant oriented. You're pretty, what can I do for you? Well, you're very much like that. But how have the locals handled you guys? I think because we're not a cafe or a hostel, we're not actually competing with any of the local businesses. And so when when I go out and try to uh, build relationships, you know, I'll tell them we, we work at Pilgrim House. Can I have your business card? Can I have your flyer? Because I would love to be able to include your information 
in uh, the information we give to pilgrims if they're looking for something uh, specific. And so they've really warmed up to us. I think maybe in the beginning, they might have been a little suspicious, you know, a team of Americans coming in and doing something with pilgrims, trying to get a corner of the market. But I think the, the longer we're around and the more we get established, I think they see that we really are, you know, there to help, there to support them. I think it's great. I think it would be great if all of the existing businesses that serve pilgrims keep going and thrive. You know, and what's sad for us is to see the turnover because there is quite a bit of turnover in those kinds of businesses. So they've been supportive the longer we're there. That's fantastic. Again, on the phone with Nate and Faith Walter, uh, founders of the Pilgrim House Santiago. Uh, here's the website, pilgrimhousesantiago.com. That makes sense. pilgrimhousesantiago.com. Um, Faith, you also do a little um, a little writing. Uh, and I want to tell people about your site, thesweetroad.com sort of a personal blog kind of thing? Yeah, it started out right when we moved here. Both Nate and I started personal blogs uh, right when we moved here to process all the big changes we were going through. And these days, um, it's trickled off for sure. I think I blogged like five times last year, but it's still a good place where I can deposit, you know, some thoughts or some things that I'm learning. So, and you feature in my latest blog post, so that's fun. Oh, why don't you just tell all your listeners about that? Because, you know, it's about me, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> Do you really want me to? Yeah, because I, I li- no, but because I like the story behind it, and obviously because it's about me as well, but yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. This fall, I felt like one lesson I was learning was to just receive whatever the day had, whatever God had for us that day, to just receive it. Kind of like how Emilio Estevez in Mighty Ducks teaches his team to receive the puck. You know, not to be a wall with the hockey stick, but to actually let the puck come and receive the the puck. Which is a weird example, but that kept going through my mind. And so... um, Just because we're in Canada. (laughs) Nice. Well played. Very well played. No, but I really did think about that quite a bit. Um, So to receive with, you know, a softer heart, whatever the day would bring. Um, And the one day that I met you... I remember this very clearly because we had prayed in the morning that we would receive whoever the Lord wanted to send through the door at Pilgrim House. And a lot of times my heart can be um, not as receptive to people, you know, if if um, if I'm not... Task, you're task-oriented. And if you're, yeah, if... task-oriented, or if somebody needs something that maybe I, I can't give... Um, But if they're a little bit more demanding or, you know, whatever, um, sometimes I have to be careful not to let my heart become hostile toward a stranger. And so uh, what I was really working on this fall was to just receive. So we prayed the prayer that we would receive whoever God sent through the door. And then you came and you flashed me your phone and you said, hi, Faith, I'm a friend of Lydia's. I would like to talk. And I was like, oh, my goodness, he's voluntarily silent. This is going to be really awkward. (laughs) What am I going to do? So, you know, I made you coffee and I was like, okay, Lord, I'm going to receive Drew. This is what you have for us today. And I'm going to go back there because usually I definitely have an emotional allergy to weirdness or awkwardness. (laughs) I would have just made some excuse and not wanted to give you time because of the unknown awkwardness. But we sat down and we had a great talk. And then we built a friendship, I feel like, we're friends. 
and (laughs) you know we're still connecting and so I would have missed out on so much had I let my instinct instinctive natural response cloud what um, God wanted to do that day there's a lovely picture of the three of us uh, on on Faith's uh, blog, thesweetroad.com. You can see what these um, two crazy kids look like, and I'm the I'm the strange looking dude with the Moses beard. Uh, <laughs> off, off or bald side. Santa Claus. Or bald Santa Claus, yeah. Okay, so again, on the phone with Nate and Faith Walter, uh, founders of the Pilgrim House Santiago. So, yeah, you, you know, I said this to you guys when we were talking, but look, you've got such an incredible opportunity to be there for people who are at. The, the most vulnerable state in their life. They finished this big trail. They've had these, this cathartic and, and uh, maybe even esoteric experience. And, and it's they're at the end and, and the vulnerability is through the roof. And, and you're there to serve them and to help them and talk to them and listen to them. Just listen. I mean, to debrief after walking the Camino is a huge, huge thing. So phenomenal opportunity to be, um, I don't know, Oh, I'm about, I was about to say something really awkward, like uh, Jesus with skin on. Um, but really, that's the thing. That's so. How do you? But you don't get paid for this. Now, now I'm thinking about Jesus without skin. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm thinking about Jesus without skin. Oh man, it's like a that's like a Coen Brothers movie. I think. Um, so how do you make money? How do you survive? Because people aren't paying you. You know, hi, welcome to the Welcome Center. It's ten bucks to come in. You're not doing that. So, how do you make money? How do you survive? That's a great question, and and it's uh, actually it's one of the number one questions we get from most pilgrims through the door. Um, uh, And it it really is uh, pilgrim sourced. You know, we're pilgrims ourselves, and then we like to talk about this being a place by pilgrims for pilgrims. And and we do ask and and kind of let pilgrims know that hey, this is is based on donations. Uh, Please consider joining us. donating for the, the basic services we provide. And then there, there is also something we call a Friends of Pilgrim House program, where you can be a friend of Pilgrim House and, and uh, cover one day's of operation uh, for the year. So enough pilgrims do that, and we have uh, the funds to cover operations for the year. Uh, and that's just for operating expenses. Um, Faith and I are employees of a, a nonprofit out of uh, the U.S. called International Teams. There is a, a branch also in Canada as well, or not a branch, but a, a International Teams Canada. They're, they're, Canada. But their name's slightly different up here. It's International Teams, eh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we, we raise funds, you know, through pilgrims, essentially, to keep Pilgrim House open. And then, uh, you know, we get our salary through our number. Um, okay, so how much would it be? Let's pretend we're uh, that there's people here who are listening and they're thinking, you know what, I totally dig what these guys are doing. Uh, what a great way to actually help those who have either been pumped up by the Camino or deflated by the Camino. Either way, you guys are the perfect people to be doing this. Uh, let's say they wanted to kick in some coin and sponsor a day. Um, how much is a day? Mm-hmm. It's uh, 120 euros uh, daily. Uh, or dollars. Dollar. I mean, roughly speaking, 120 euros, $120, and that's, I guess, U.S. dollars, but, you know, Right, hundred Canadian would work as well. Right, so that's about fourteen hundred Canadian dollars. <laughs> no, it's uh, it'd probably be about one hundred and fifty bucks uh, uh, for us. So to sponsor you guys for a day, one hundred and fifty bucks, boom. And if you had three hundred and sixty-five people doing that, you guys would be good to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, um, what's the what's the drag? What's the bummer, Faith? Uh, like, uh you know, we, we painted a lovely picture here about how you guys. Uh, can be doing great things for people who are in a sensitive spot in their life. But what's the what's the downside? I think you asked me this when we first talked 
and I wish I remember what I said. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, I don't remember, so I can't hold you to it. Um, sometimes there's a challenge because uh, we're not in, you know, we, we take shifts. There's seven of us, and we take shifts. So sometimes um, I, I feel like I miss out because if a teammate meets someone one day um, – and then I miss I meet him or her the next day, but then I'm not on shift the following day. There's a lack of continuity there, um, but at the same time, it gets all of us into the welcome center, hosting and um, serving. Um, the other, I guess, one of the challenges is just you know the 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 not the worry, but always watching the dollars come in. Yeah. You know, and being a nonprofit, you have to do that. And we have a great business manager. Her name is Anne. Um, and she's wonderful at, you know, counting. Mm, did we lose them? It sounds are, like it. Are, eh? they, are they? <laughs> As soon as we start talking about money, boom, it goes down. I know. You can tell we're not a Pentecostal show because no. it would have stayed on. The signal would have got louder. <laughs> it would have got stronger for sure. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hang up. Oh, I love that sound. Oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> so it's not, it, it's not oh, connecting. No, it's not connecting. Oh. They're probably still talking. <laughs> <laughs> Telling everyone how yeah. they can donate. Yeah. All right, everybody, you can donate to us this way. <laughs> I always feel bad about this. Oh, well, that's what happens, folks. All right, I'm going to finish this interview off because we're kind of at the end of it anyway. And uh, I'm going to tell you this. Again, the website is pilgrimhousesantiago.com, pilgrimhousesantiago.com. And uh, we were chatting with Nate and Faith Walter, founders of the Pilgrim House in Santiago. So you were speaking live to Santiago. Surely to the sea.